and we are back with another Black Window Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, aka Ben Realverse World. Today, our special guest is Jordan Ward. I met Jordan on the during the rehearsals for Coachella with Beyonce. He was dancing and uh, he's really fucking funny. I remember someone being like, "Yo, you know who that is? That's Justin Bieber's uh, dancer." And I was like, "Oh shit, there's some fucking this is gonna be crazy." And uh, sure as shit, he was. And he became a pretty important role in the Homecoming film, Beyonce's Homecoming film that released on Netflix. You can hear Jordan talk. He's one of the bugaboos. Um, And dude is a beast with his dancing. But he's been... It's crazy to hear this story. He actually came in pretty uh, toasty. And so it's a slow start. (laughs) It's a slow start at the beginning of this podcast. But we pick up speed after a minute. uh, And he starts going into how he got into dance and how uh, he's been doing it at a really young age from like theatrical dancing to um, getting involved with like local theaters and shit and really having an opportunity to showcase his stuff, the importance of his mentors along the way. Um, and then how he got into music and just with his music and his passion for music started becoming his own artist. And he just released his own, uh, his first like album Valley hopefuls, which just came out. We talk about that whole Coachella experience. We talk about a lot of shit. So this was a fun interview. I'm glad we got to do it. Um, definitely check them out on online and make sure you listen to that that record because it's a pretty flame uh and i want to tell you i'm just reading sorry dutch bros our contest number three is underway um shout out to <laughs> i choked shout out to everyone that entered contest number three we've done three contests that's fucking crazy each contest gets bigger and bigger and bigger uh, we're flying someone to vegas man shit's nuts so uh the winner better come with the heat i'm excited to see the content you guys make play with lights i want to see what you do uh it's gonna be really cool so just don't forget submission date is august 25th at 11 59 pacific time uh submitted at bwc at dutchbros.com and you will have your shit entered um yeah i think it's gonna be really cool just uh try to get out stand out of the crowd and do something different play with lights do some shit you've never done before i'm excited to see what you guys do that's it i think um if you guys feel like you're you're bummed because you missed out because you didn't get to make the cut for this contest, you weren't one of the first 150 people we picked or we didn't pick that submitted, um, that's because you're not on Patreon. Join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash cream. We give all the early bird updates. So we let everyone know what's going on. Any future contests that we're about to roll out, um, it, it, I think it helps everyone kind of plan and prepare and, and all that. Plus, we have all kinds of other dope perks like the shop or the um, the how to charge a client guide. We have that on there. We have um, a Discord that we're constantly talking in. We have live streams, etc. Blah blah blah. Definitely check it out. But patreoncom slash cream And uh, that's it. Let's hop into this episode. Um, thanks for listening and have a good rest of the day, you motherfuckers. All right, cool. Let's play that shit right, motherfucking. Now. <laughs> Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you'd say that. And we are back with another Black with no cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. <laughs> you like that intro? That's crazy. <laughs> I like. I, like. I, I wish. Like. I feel like that's a mumble. I could do something really like cool. Like really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Super tight. And I just couldn't stop laughing. Like, damn. <laughs> like, Only one person's ever done the intro tight, and I would say that's my homie Kavika who had two uh, VMAs that he won for best VFX 
and he just brought them in and like set them on the table and just it was the hardest shit to me but other than that no one really knows about it so they don't plan for it and then yeah. it's just the awkward shit that's all i like i should have responded better man it's all good um jordan is your last name do, you, do i say ward 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 yeah right jordan ward so do you your, your instagram is you have alex in there too you like people calling you jordan alice ward no one day <laughs> you just put it there i just wanted to be jordan ward mm-hmm. but my middle name is alexander right so i just tried to just stay i just tried to just stay as uh fucking real like straight to my name as possible yeah. i, I want to just do jordan ward not available on ig I don't know. I feel like I feel like they got algorithms where they like buy up every like combination because Bro. like like if you search for a regular ass name like Matt Smith, like it like if you try to do it, it it'll, it'll say taken or some shit. But like if you search for it, it's not there. Like you can't find it. Nah. Like, so it's like I feel like, bro, digital real estate is a real thing. Like, Hell yeah. Like like owning and like jordan ward is is a common name you know what i'm saying so like owning jordan ward for like like owning that like or owning like joe smith or right. like anybody's name like i believe that i believe they own them shits and like pretty soon as you know what i'm saying yeah no they do and i know like for us we bought so black window cream to get that domain it was blackwindowcream.com right i got that for like two dollars but then to get bwnc.com someone had it and we're selling it for $3,500 and a homie made a donation on here and literally bought that shit for us to have $3,500 fucking dollars for a website link I mean and that's not even bad it's not that bad I know a person that paid the half worst, a mil for one the worst is when someone just made an Instagram account and just forgot about it <laughs> and it's like easter eggs or whatever man. like or whatever they call those like just sitting there fucking collecting dust and you want that shit way bad my initial shit like my first little name ever like i had hella nicknames as a kid my first little nickname ever was jaws like because my initial jordan my j-a-w yeah so like my my mom and my grandpa like nicknamed me jaws like i used to draw like jaws and shit on my homework and shit like, oh that's tight i used to that's why i got this like i used to like literally draw this shit like that's hard my myspace url in middle school was jaws for life <laughs> hard you know, you hard know one you should change it back i wish i wish i could just do jaws but he they got you man then it wouldn't have to be my name at all then it could just be something like some other <laughs> shit uh aside from url real estate uh i met you briefly that we were just talking about this when you got here because i'm like i know you but i don't know you but i filmed you for months on end for the coachella with beyonce Yes. last year um and i was like we were just talking about how you were like yeah slowly there'll just be more and more people and it's like impossible to keep right. track of everybody yeah but you were dancing so you were dancing and you were you were you have a big part in that film my friend like you got a fucking big little role there yeah how'd that feel man i don't know like it's it's, it's definitely cool like it's, it's definitely like hella tight like it's a blessing it's it's just unexpected like that was not what i was going into it like what like, do you think it was gonna be well like i don't know I, I guess just i mean i knew it was coachella i knew beyonce like um hadn't performed it's like she was supposed to perform like two years ago right two years shit. before uh they had to cancel it yeah so she, she was supposed to perform and, and i knew like yeah it's definitely gonna be like fire legendary you know but like afterwards because I, I guess I just it just was like way more than I thought because like 
you know, that was an extraordinary experience off top. But like, you know, dancing like professionally, like for for a big artist at a big event, like that, like the Beyonce at Coachella, that's a that's a. I was shocked when I when I learned I was gonna be a part of. It. I was like, damn, okay, that's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, that's like the probably one of the top things. But you know, dancing for big artists on big stages, that's like. As a dancer, that's something that, you know, for some, some dancers, that's, for me at least, that was something that, like, you know, I, I that was that was my job, you know, I mean? even though I loved it, like, I, and I still, I, I still love dancing, but it's like, it's something that, not even that it's just a job, but it's like, you get a, not accustomed to it, but it's like, you know, when you, when you do, like, when you perform, it's like, I don't know, I'm, I'm not used to dancers getting that much attention right. when you do shit, like, it's like I, I was. Uh, it was like okay, I'm about to you know do the do the Beyonce Coachella, you know, like let's let's go. But I didn't think it was about to be like you know I, I've done like other shit, right? And nobody, I mean people think it's tight, but like nobody. Now it's like I'm I'm, you know, I don't know. My mom is like you know people <laughs> from my church. Like well, of course my mom's my biggest fan, but right. like, people from like grade school, you know what I'm saying, like. I don't know. People at my Trader Joe's was like, yo, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, that's crazy. You know but I mean, like, you literally are in the film. Like, I mean, think about how many people have seen that movie. Like, I know, millions and, and millions. And I and wouldn't millions. even know the movie was coming out. That's the thing. No I, one did. I, that's what. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't know the movie was coming out. And I don't know, man. I don't know. It was def. It's definitely a blessing, though. Th- like, thank you. I want to. Yes. Like for sure, shout out <laughs> for sure, shout out Jaquan Knight, Chris Grant, absolutely Beyonce, of course, Beyonce, Junior, everybody involved, man. Yeah. I, I know I'm forgetting Matt, JB, I'm forgetting hella people, but you know, that right? Was a, that was a beautiful experience because you've had it, you've had you've danced with like you've been dancing for how long? How long would you say? How many years professionally? Um, professionally, yeah, because I know you uh, toured with Bieber, right? Did some stuff with Janet? Yeah, I did. I did the. Um, she did the Billboard Awards last year. I did the. Oh, Billboard. that was recent. Yeah, I did. Nice. The, I did the Billboard Awards with her last year. Legend. Yeah. <sighs> Crazy Janet, legend. Yeah, res- respected, respected Janet. That's literally, she's, one of my biggest inspirations. Like, especially as a dancer. Like, she, that um, discipline era with the Rock with you, yo. That shit. That shit awakened me. I was like, "Right, let's go," you know. But um, what? How long you been dancing? How, how long have I been <laughs> this fucking guy? How long have I been dancing? <laughs> Professionally, yeah. six years. Like a little over six years. I just passed the six year mark. Nice. But, Congrats. I mean, dancing. I've been I've been dancing, and like, performing. Since I was like, eight or nine. Mm. And like when I was young, I was, yeah, I was, I was, man, I don't know. I've, I just be thinking about. It. I'm getting older now. I'm starting to realize like I've lived so many lives. Like everybody has, everybody's lived so many lives. But like, I don't know. I just, especially now with what I'm doing, I'm just realizing how it all makes sense. I'm like, damn, like, you know, I used to. I mean, I've been dancing since I was like, you know, eight or nine, but. No, nine, but before I was dancing, I was doing musical theater, like, still dancing, but I wasn't trained, you know? Like, right. I was just, you know, that was, like, at my church. Then, like, at theaters back home, like, professional theaters back home, like, com- like my community 
theater too like so i really just been doing it my whole life and even like as a kid before i like really took classes i was just like dancing but you're saying like how it's interesting how all that shit plays into what yeah, you do right now yeah and it's just it's just gonna keep going like yeah. what, what i thought was interesting is like you were talking about how doing coachella for her it's like oh cool i'm doing it but like a shit goes by so goddamn quick like it just happens yeah. like you don't even realize how insane it is and then it's just done but yeah. do you feel like now pursuing music especially you have a, i listened to the whole lp it's just fucking flame thank that's, you man. congratulations by the way that's dope i, I gave you some hopefuls. gave you some loops on spotify uh, but Thank like you, having music out and shit like being able to see like we were talking about her work ethic and the ability to like create a show like that do you feel like crazy how did that change the way you view everything as far as that comes like when it comes to making music you know what I mean as an artist yeah, you yeah, like yeah. see it's not just she doesn't just get up and dance and sing a song she like did everything for yeah. me it was like watching Chris I work with Chris I work with like all those yeah. people Q and all them and it's like you see how everyone builds their show and their presence and their identity and shit yeah. especially for a musician it's like I'm interested to hear how that affects you or makes you reevaluate the way you would attempt a show or attempt a song or, or, or whatever it might be yeah how's that go for you man I, I think like just talk a little closer to the mic by the way no, you're good That's one just thing seeing like because just seeing how she does it in her element like and she's oh shit she's built something for so long everything that she does carries so much weight right you know like and it all makes sense like it all like just to be a part of that moment and see how many things have moved to like how many things have been happening to create this one moment you know and like so well executed right and I'm just like, yo, like, like even even when I'm talking about like you know rehearsing late at night and you know money and shit like that, I'm like, yo, I'm, Beyonce was not, yo, Beyonce definitely, if she dealing with this right now, she definitely dealt with some little shit I'm going through right now. Right. So it's more so like, you know, it's not like oh I gotta be like this. It's like this is how she's doing it, and she's who she is right and if you want to get some of that pay attention because to me it's like man just to see her bring so many people together you know what i'm saying to like do something with just great execution but then carries weight to like her home and her people and to be to make to make something to make a stamp in time for her people you know a moment a moment in time that we you know we have to acknowledge right and also put people in power because like also like you know i even though it was a lot of what i of what i didn't expect i also got so so much she put a lot of light on a lot of people like that we didn't even i didn't even think it was about to be like that but she like literally you know what i'm saying put light on so many people i've seen so many people just like including myself just like prosper from it so it all makes sense and yeah I, I think it just to me it's just like I'm I'm somebody I, I look at somebody who's been around I like to look at people who've been doing this shit for a long time or doing shit for a long time and are just like evolving and they're not perfect people they're not like you know it, they're not like the it's not about being the best it's not be, about being perfect it's just about like 
maintaining and holding weight you know what i'm saying it's right. just to see like then just to see jay like popping in like mm-hmm. just in the back like overseeing like just giving his little two cents here and there. i'm like yo what like this is crazy like it's really not a game like you can really take it there like you can really take it all the way there you know what i'm saying yeah. and like the right way hell yeah you know what i'm saying like, totally that, that's what it was for me so it just energized me like man let's get let's get this shit going right yeah that shit was a wild ass experience yeah. i feel like um coming off that now is your main focus has it been this lp and this when did the lp drop june 7th and that june 7th damn that was re- that was like not too long ago yep june 7th shit is this your first project as a solo artist no, so I dropped the EP at the end of 2017 as my first project. It's called A Peak at the Summit. Tight. Yeah, that was my first, my first like body of work. I really love that shit. I think a lot of people love it too. Check it out. So yeah. it's on everything. There we go. But um, yeah. So. What was the thought process behind this this new LP? And we can get into this later because I want to yeah. dive into your childhood too. It's interesting to oh, me. Oh yeah. But this this yeah. So okay, I'm I'm so happy to talk about this right now. So. You know, first of all, I mean, I, I came off the last EP just kind of like, I just kept making music, you know, like, I kept making music. I didn't really um, stop or, like, change my mind frame at all. I kind of just, like, kept growing right. through making music. And, um, you know, I, 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 I stayed around this time last year, I, like, started, like, like a lot of things just kind of like um shifted around in my life and i was like i had new energy around me i was like all right cool like um definitely in a new space was trying to just move past what i had just been rocking with you know what i'm saying like that vibration um and so yeah i started really just tapping in with my friends I, it was it was a fun damn this is so nostalgic it's literally like this time last year it was like all right came through the winter we're about to just have fun i was linking with my boy rudy shout out rudy where are you and um shout out awesome awesome shit i should have worn i should have worn awesome awesome shit hat what are these uh musicians uh, yes uh this collective i'm part of founded by my brother rudy aka where are you aka the goat man Hell the yeah. goat. and and nady Shout out Nady. Find about them too. I'm find about. I, I'm going to forget it. But shout out awesome, awesome shit, man. Shout out Who Are You, fucking Nady. Shout out Afrons. Shout out City James. Shout out Domino. Shout out Steez Worldwide, aka Young Booch. Shout out Bice. God damn, it's a collective, man, man, I'm, man. I'm finna shout out everybody, bro. Awesome, awesome shit is a shout tight out, ass name, bro. Awesome, awesome shit, man. Awesome, awesome shit with an X, no I. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm it's hell of it's hell of people, bro. But like, what you started? So when you say like you switched the way your mindset was, what? Oh, so, all right. So 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 okay. So I was kicking it with them, right? Yeah. But then before that, like, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. First of all, I'm not from the valley. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I was born in Illinois, law outside of Chicago. I was was raised. I like moved after a month and I moved to St. Louis with my family is all my family is from St. Louis. But coming up through the dance shit, like in high school, I would always come to North Hollywood. I would always come to LA, but specifically North Hollywood to train because like I would come during the summers for like a few weeks because that's where like 
and still a little bit to this day it's, it's a little bit different now but like the North Hollywood Arts District, like that's where like all the major dance studios were at one time, like Millennium, Movement Lifestyle, fucking Nappy Tabs, you know, it was, and to this day, it's still kind of the hub, it's one of the hubs, but at that time, like in my high school time, and when I first went to LA, it was really the hub for dancers. Right. And it, and it still is, but it was, it's been that way for like a long time. Hmm. Like, like it's the, the, the dance industry, like, that shit's been going on for mad long. Like people been, people been coming to the coming to North Hollywood, coming to the Valley, going moving in Studio City from, you know that's not, my bad. That's no, not really that's as, as, as much as the Valley, but you know but people, we'll, people been in Van Nuys. You know I'm talking about like coming from like across the world for like mad long. How do you I, get put onto that in St. Louis? Like so, what? shout out shout out my mentor, Red Williams, and okay. Damn, we about to go here, or we about to talk about the album? We can talk about. It. I mean, all right, you want to let's finish let's, the album. Let's finish the we album. Can, I want to talk about the the album's like the yeah, end of the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. So look, so I'm from St. Louis. I've been I've been coming to North Hollywood. I've been coming to the Valley since I was a kid. I know North Hollywood's barely the Valley, but it's like North, Ho- North Hollywood's a Valley, and everybody lives around North Hollywood in the Valley. Van Nuys. I live in Encino. My fucking Panorama. Fucking Sun Valley. Sunland. People, you know, live everywhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? Rosita. Anyway, so. But shout out to the valley. Shout out everybody. <laughs> shout out everybody. The from, shout out King. Shout right out here. from everybody from around the world out here doing this shit, man. Valley True. hopefuls. But shout out St. Louis, Missouri. That's my home. We are gonna get to that later. Oh, this is how you tie it in, Valley hopefuls. Facts, right? Exactly. So, and and there's and specifically right now, there's especially at that time during the summer, I was just really peeping like how I noticed it was a real movement going on in NoHo in the valley like and it's been going on for a long time but I've really seen my place in it like there's like you know you got awesome awesome shit like I just said which is like and in LA at least it's hella it's people around the fucking world for real for real but in LA it's like damn near 30 people and we all have friends that are all pull up to awesome awesome shit's events and then the people that pull up to the events they have events everybody pulls up every, all my friends are artists all my friends are dancers we we like go to like it's like yo the biggest networking community on earth and not the biggest but like but in, i mean for in, you guys in, in north hollywood like we there's really and we still got really got a, a a wave going on like you know like you got people who are dancers like they could be like you got people who are dancers they make music they make clothing they do film they fucking and we all know each other they right. produce we all know each other we all take the same dance classes we all go to each other's shows you know we wear each other's clothing you know what i'm saying like you know we uh go to the same weed spots we eat at the same spots damn near you fucking around and live in somebody's old spot like like there's a, there's like a, a few apartments in north hollywood that's just funny like People have been living in them from the dance community for so long. Like I'm talking about unit numbers. Like yeah. at this place, this unit because it's like it's always just like once you move out, you get your friend to move in, right? And then your friend and their friend, and it's just hella funny. It's like two of my best friends have like on accident lived in the same like bedroom. That's you know hilarious. What I'm saying? So it's like it's a real scene. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and it just like my music. I talk about my experience, and a lot of times. My especially there, like people tell me, my music speaks to their experience, like in a crazy way too, because I'm just mm-hmm. telling my truth. So, being around that energy during the summer, 
I was just driving and I was just like, man, we like the fucking Valley Hopefuls. Like in my head, I was just like, we the Valley Hopefuls. Like I don't know where that shit came from. It was just in my head. So then I was like, hmm, that's hard. So then I met up with my <laughs> I met up with my homie Rudy. You know what I'm saying? Um, in North Hills, the Valley, ten minutes from me, I'm in, I'm in Encino. We smoked. We had like a little four hour session in this room. We was just like that. Rudy, that's like my brother. Like. I'm gonna make music with him. I hope like forever. Like <clears throat> we sitting there just making music and fucking. I'm like, yo, we made three songs. I'm like, yo, we made two songs. I'm like, yo, put a beat on. Like, like we make we make music just like this. Like I'm sitting like this and he had this shit right. Right, here. right. I'm like, yo, put a beat on. I'm gonna just freestyle. He put a beat on and I was like, I'm gonna just do it a Valley Hopeful freestyle because I ain't told nobody the term yet. But I was right. like, all right, I'm gonna just freestyle like on the subject. So I did it and I was just like rapping from like different perspectives of people and shit in the valley. You know what I'm saying? It's it's on YouTube. We might put it on SoundCloud one day. What the rock clip? No, the 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 freestyle. Oh. But there's like a trailer on YouTube and we put it in the back. But we That's tight. we want to put it on SoundCloud. We're just thinking about it. Yeah, do it. But so I sent it to my manager, shout out Joe. She was like, yo, this should be Sorry. She was like, this should be the project right here, Valley Hopefuls. Oh, you hadn't even thought of that yet? You just like like the name? I was I was thinking like maybe if I do a tour, I could do the Valley Hopefuls tour and bring like my friends on. It's like the Valley Hopefuls tour. Like yeah. we all, you know. Hell yeah. Which, hey. Might happen. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. But no, um, yeah. And I was like, I kind of thought that, but I, I was still stuck on another name from our project. Like I was really... I was really thinking about like and conceptualizing another name and another whole idea because I had some other music like you know what I'm saying. But n- then time passed on. I didn't mean to shrug off the other wave, you know what I'm saying. But I, had, you know, with more time, I just kind of was like, all right, let's just let's just start a new a new thing, Valley Hopefuls, and it just made so much sense because it's like I make music with my friends, like Rudy, like all my producers, damn near. All of them live in the valley. Like Rudy lives in the valley. Fucking man, I feel like it's like I'm the not, experience. I'm not, of I'm, that. Not, I'm not about to put everybody on blast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> they live in the valley. Yeah, yeah. This person lives like. <laughs> let, let, me, let me let me shut the fuck up. But you know, like the people who work on my videos, like we we just all live in the same little vibe. It's funny, like literally, it's so funny. Like the day I dropped my project, like I went to go grab some food in Noho, and like I literally just. Saw like four people on Lancashire, like, and it's it's not like, it's just because we've been doing this for so long. We all live around each other. We it's, it's it feels like and that's some, a street, some shit, and like a, a fucking TV show or some shit. It's a little different now because NoHo's starting to look like little. I don't know, it's starting to look mad different. Isn't the dance studios aren't there and shit? Yeah, I heard that all the dance studios are like kind of moving out. Yeah, there. they're they're kind of moving out. Like, to like where? Well, Millennium moved to Studio City. Okay. Um, and it's still that's that's this why I'm this is why it's like Valley Hopefuls because it's like shit is everywhere. Like you got fucking you got like the studios are like in you know Studio City. Shout out Movement Lifestyle North Hollywood holding it down. You got you know fucking I'm a beast. I'm a beast is in North Hollywood. You got KM. KM is in Burbank North Hollywood area. You got fucking playground is in Hollywood, but it's close. You got man, I, I'm I'm not trying to forget nobody. Shit. You right. got the, you got the mob. Shout out my homie Jay Chris. Got the mob in San Fernando. 
You got fucking. Mm, I'm freaking. I'm, you got Debbie Reynolds fucking in North Hollywood, Burbank area. But then because the prices have been going up, because it's like shit is changing, you know what I'm saying? Getting gentrified and shit. Um, people are having to move out. Like now I have more friends like Sun Valley, right. Panorama City, Encino, Rosita, like, and then. There's like shout out joining all movement. It's this it's this gym in Rosita. It's like a kind of like a martial arts tricking like uh, gym type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that got like a dancer. They're like super fired. A lot of dancers, including myself, we go there. We train and like like awesome awesome shit. Like hella people there. We all go there and train and we make music. So you literally got people making music, dancing at that gym. Yeah, not making music at the gym, but oh. like you got people who go to make music, dance, act, draw, direct film. They go into the gym and they doing martial arts, flipping and shit. I'm like a novice, but you got like people like Rudy who's like crazy with it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's just super cool, and I just wanted to like. I felt like because I'm telling my story and I'm telling a lot of people's story from that, you know, area. You know, I yeah. wanted to like just highlight it because you know that's what it was. Well, I feel like for me, listen, like hearing your explanation of it or understanding what the album is, it reminds me of like my stopping grounds before I even moved out to LA. Yeah, and when word. I did move out to LA, it was in Studio City. It was like out in the valley and yeah. shit and um, everything happened out there. But I'm from Iowa originally, so we neighbors. I'm like six hours from St. Louis. But um, in Iowa, Iowa? Yeah, bro. That's crazy. Out here, you know? My brother Midwest. went to school in St. Louis too. He was out there, so we would go up there every once in a while. I can't remember the name of the school. Yeah, play so baseball. What's it like in Iowa? Like, what's the culture like? Like musically, just just amongst people. Uh, it's cool. Like to me, to me, my favorite part about Iowa is it's like the hardest working people I've ever met. In the sense, you got farmers for real. For these real. dudes and the, the like, everyone that does that shit get up. Like they're up at fucking four a.m., three a.m. Like my girlfriend's dad, he is up every day at like three a.m. He's in bed at ten p.m. Like. He does so much shit. It's like insane. People just work really, really hard there. And I've always like gravitated toward or brought that with me out here. That's fine. You know what I mean? And that's why I feel like it helps me succeed and shit because I'm not bumming. Work, man. You got it, man. Work ethic is key, yeah. man. Just but keep going. Mu- like music because we'd all make music too. and We'd make videos. We'd make yeah. everything. We did shows, all this shit in Iowa. Think, do I know anything going on in Iowa? Nah. Oh, no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> There's definitely nothing. What's the sound like? Musically? Uh, I feel like there's a lot of R&B type shit that will come out of Iowa. There's a lot of like DIY hip hop that's like, because we're so close to Minnesota, Minneapolis. Yeah. And Minneapolis, you have like all the underground, like raw rap shit. You know what I mean? With like atmosphere and oh, shit like that. Yeah, atmospheres from Minneapolis. So they always do Soundset Festival, which is huge I need to there. Tap in. Yeah, so it's like that. So I feel like that kind of drifts down. But like musically, like to me, you saying like Valley Hopefuls to me is like, Waterloo which is like where I was born but then like my homies all lived and we had like they had the house we would go there we record music we'd make ideas we'd make videos we'd do all this shit and it was like you really I think you were like saying you're reminiscing like you're like man this is crazy because it's just taking me back like you just remember where you were when you worked so hard to try to like start something is that close <laughs> is that close to like the idea of the album Valley Hopefuls shit I mean it's still like that for all of us Valley Hopefuls was <laughs> Valley Hopeless is damn near I'm feeling right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like Valley Hopeless is like I don't know. Like I said, I didn't stop making music. Like like I 
I don't know. It's that album is pretty. You could run that right now, and I'm just like, right. What it is. You know, I, I think Valley Hopefuls is more so like, man. It's like, I I know I'm doing what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm grateful, and I love what I got to do. And I know it's it's only up, no matter what. This is this is what I see. This is how I feel. This is what I gotta overcome. Mm-hmm. These are my intentions, and you know, this is what I know about myself to be true. That I wish, you know, what I'm saying, I could fucking improve on. You know, what I'm saying that's the idea. That's part. That's one of the ideas. But then also too, because for me, like the idea of the shit is just I just write from personal experience. Right. So like that's where I was at in life. So that's the idea. Yeah. Like lyrically, like direction wise, but then also too, like just like creatively, or like I don't know, I don't want to fucking use a term out of place, but like when we was just making the vibe, like I just wanted to do some shit that just like ride because I feel like my like when I first started making music, I was like, but I still be like, I still be rapping, bro. Like, I'm like, you like, and I know. I I definitely like fell back on my hip hop shit like a little bit, but I still be rapping. I write raps every day. Like I'm like, because yeah, your your LP is not rap. It's not. It's no. not. But I'd be rapping on there and I, yeah, and yeah. I got bars on there. <clears throat> right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, <laughs> I got I got I got some bars on there. I know I'm not the fucking best rapper, but but I mean you like like I the, love I lo- so the I love Bryson rapping. Tiller lane of like sing rap like that whole yeah, no, shit is yeah, tight yeah, right now yeah facts Bryson but for me it's, it goes way beyond that because when I f- like for me when I first started what really drew me into rap was like I started rapping when I was like seven like right this is why I want to go let's go here yeah 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 so like my 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 first the first rap I ever wrote was like with my friends it was at the South City Y in St. Louis with Nelly but it's, it's, it's so funny because we 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 flipped the Welcome to Atlanta, but we flipped it off a of Nelly verse. Oh, for real! Welcome to St. Louis. I can't even remember what he said, but Welcome we made this. Shout out my shout out my boy Mario. <laughs> shout out like I can't remember. Maybe Hunter. I can't remember. I was so young. I was yeah. like seven. It was like Welcome to St. Louis where the honeys is hot. We go to Fridays and we sit in the spot. We go to a club every day, every night. Sometimes we get into these stupid little fights. Bad, 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 bad. What give me fifty feet? I would kiss your girl, but her brother's killing me. Bad, 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 hey. bad. What give me fifty feet? <laughs> I would kiss your girl, but that's too freaky. <laughs> yo, we, that it's shit too was too freaky. That yo, that that shit low key go hard <laughs> right now. Fridays. Oh, that's tight. That shit, yo. Bring I'm seven back. talking about. We go to Fridays and we sit in the spot. Yeah. What? The, right. What does that even mean? Anyway, so for, but then for me, <laughs> for me it was like. I grew up really listening to like like my mom I, when I got in the car it was like gospel music I, I grew up in church a lot like my my mom is a singer to this day my mom is in like so many choirs across the city like she's like one of the best like in the city shout out my mom so shout I grew out up, mom yeah facts I grew up in church so like when I would get in the car it was just like gospel and radio Disney as a kid right. but I always wanted to hear the other shit. Yeah, what's outside of this? You know what I'm saying? So she would never let me listen to like 100, 100.3 to beat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She would never she would never let me listen to that. But like, but then it was just inevitable because like where I'm from, my friends, my family, like I still hear the music, just not around her. So then right. when I started getting to my age where I figured out how to listen to what I wanted, started hearing that shit, like I feel like that made me go to like the harshest. So I started listening to like, my first, my first rap CD I remember my auntie got me was fucking um, 
My auntie got me Nellyville unedited, but, but my mom took it back. Yep. <laughs> so then my mom got me the Lil Romeo shit. No, I know I returned and got the Lil Romeo shit, but then and then I got the the Ludacris back for the first time clean. Damn. So I was listening to that like, okay, this shit all right. You right. Know, I was fucking with that. I was like six. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like with a CD <laughs> yeah. player, like had a CD player. It's like, you know. So then I started listening to like 50 game i got like crazy yeah. hey serge serge just walked in what's up bro what's up dude serge connected this this podcast Shout episode serge, again man aaron ray did that push Roddy did that he just likes to come and chill while we do it what's up serge i thought you was gonna come dap dap you right here <laughs> he wants to dap yeah. he wants that dap. i'm gonna do it later i'm gonna do it later <laughs> then i started listening to all the then one day my mom just like gave in she was just like fuck it like you know she was like, all right, I'm going to just let, let you, you get that you unedited. Get. So then I started getting all the CDs. So, like, I started getting, like, I, I, I was I, I was real into the, like, fucking, um, it probably started with, like, the beef the beef DVDs or, like, the beef. You remember Damn. beef? Yeah. So I would be watching that shit. And Where'd like, you even get those from? Bro, they would just be on TV, like, or MTV. Uh, yeah. on Re- I was an only child. So when right. I wasn't dancing, I was just watching TV. I right. would dance for Mad Long, but before I was hella dancing, I would watch just hella TV. <laughs> and MTV, I would stay in my granddaddy house. And, like, that. this was before, like, MTV was, like, MTV2 was, like, really, uh, my bad, I had hella shows. They would just play videos all day. Right, right, right. And I would just watch. It was like a, it was like the, the black shit. Like, it was like the rap, hip-hop, R&B yeah. shit. And I would just watch hella videos. Mm-hmm. So I started... You know, like in like Fifty Cent, The Game, fucking you know Lil Wayne, you know uh, Tupac. They right. played a lot of Tupac, a lot of Biggie, a lot of Jay, a lot of Nas. Like older shit. This is like early two thousands. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. DMX. So man. So then when I started getting a hell CD, of an era. so then yeah. So then when I started getting CDs, I had like a CD player. You know what I'm saying? And like like I said, I'm my only child, so I spent a lot of time in my, by myself. Like. The bus to school, walking to school, catching the city bus to school because I had to go to Latchkey and shit early. You know what I'm saying? Going to, going home from school, catching a bus to dance in the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? Catching it. I spent a lot of time on myself, only right. child, single mom. So I had a CD player. I was always listening to music. So when I had CDs, I was getting shit like, you know, fucking. I literally had like Eminem greatest hits, Curtain Call. That shit's classic. Yeah. Lil Wayne. This is when this is when I could buy my own CDs. I can get whatever. So I had all the dirty verses. I was yeah. hype. I was hype. <laughs> yeah. Lil Wayne, Carter Two. You know what I'm saying? The game. I already had the game documentary on fucking. But it was clean. Right. But that shit was such a buzzkill, bro. But then, then, then from there, I started getting into like, yeah, I was super into G Unit, like Tony Yayo and shit. But then I started getting it. Then I I got a uh, fucking um an iPod. The, and then the then, the, then the internet came along and, and we got cable mm. and I started like learning about like all these other artists so then I started then I was like okay finding a root of the shit like you know then I started listening to like Jay Pac I was there was there was a time there's a time like 11 to 12 it was so weird now that I think back it's not weird but it's just like hella funny it was literally a running joke like at my school like I was obsessed with Tupac bro like I would always just run in the room like Tupac not dead like I, I would spit hella facts at you about Tupac right. I would spit hella facts about like 50 Cent like, yeah. you know what I'm saying like I was super into Pac like 
my mom we went to atlanta we went to like the tupac museum and shit i like kept this rock for like a whole, like <laughs> i probably still my mom probably still has it and shit he's like the reason i like always wanted to get my nose pierced right my mom would never let me classic listening to, so so the cds i got so i was on that wave so i got like the all eyes on me cd i got me against the world that's like my favorite mm-hmm. pop album i got ready to die uh nas illmatic i don't i don't know what like I, I guess i do know what drew me this shit but it's like I'm not from the streets or anything. Like I've never like, but I don't but know. But that's because the stories from shit that don't you don't get to hear every day. Yeah, you know facts. What I mean? And it's also just like shit going around me. Shit, shit that I see. I, I grew up in a I grew up in like a super great home. Like my yeah. mom is the best mom ever. I had a great childhood. But like just being from where I'm from, you see shit. You you right. know what's going on. Your family's your family got shit going on. Your friends got shit going on. So it's like okay, cool. So listening to music, but then like I feel like because I I have like a little bit of breath from the situation like because of how my mom raised me and what she's able to provide for me and my family my granddaddy like all, all my whole life i've been blessed so like i was really able to just like um i appreciate it like i don't know then then i start was listening to like yay tribe called quest you know what i'm saying consequence fucking like common common is one of my yeah. favorite rappers of all time like to this day like it's one of my favorites i just he's do you ever have any of the did you ever have that like booklet thing the ziploc booklet where you put your cds in it and you could like toss in your backpack you remember that thing yes bro and you could flip it like yeah. this it was like both sides like four cds per page yes but see by this time i had the ipod did i have an ipod the ipod came yeah like, and like 2006 yeah and see and see by this point i like started to really respect the value of like knowing the history right because like by this time i was starting to i was talking about hip-hop and i was into hip-hop naturally that most people my age wasn't everybody you know what i'm saying so like older people started putting me on and like like to like the real history of it and so then like and then also i'm I, i like made a rap with my friends i started to write raps like i remember i watched the little romeo show on nickelodeon he had a rhyme book and I was like, fuck, I'm gonna get a rhyme book. Yeah. So I was like eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, had a rhyme book. I used I used to like when I was young, I like wrote everybody like dope black, like like fire black artists that like meant a lot that died and shit on the back, like R.I.P. Pop, R.I.P. Marley, like <laughs> this this long list. Yeah, like like I was going hard, yeah. but like it's just so funny. And I would just like was it Romeo's book that you bought? Like no, you could fact, buy just, it? No, no, just like a notebook. Oh, that would have been a yeah, hard sale for them. No, he just inspired me type shit. When Shout I was out like to her. Yo, Romeo, he saved Bro. my ass when I moved out here. For real? He, he was like the first artist I worked with. And then... uh when my girl came out to visit, I had this whole trip planned. I was pissed broke, all this shit. And last minute, the room that we were going to have like, got taken at the, at the crib. And Romeo, like, let me crash out of his beach house. And I was like, bro... Romeo's one of the goats, bro. Yeah. And I feel like he's just going to continue to evolve, bro. Bro, Romeo was... Bro, bro. Romeo, bro, had the, the... What's that CD? Something Time? Game Time? Was it Game Time? I feel like... Is it the one where he's got the basketball? Yeah, and it's like red and blue. Yeah. Bro, that shit... Game when time. I was... That was the shit when I was little, bro. And he had the DVD that came with the CD, and you could watch the behind the scenes, the other music videos. <laughs> Yo, he's so dope, bro. Romeo need to get respect, bro. Hell yeah, I know people. I feel like, but he be acting so much right now, bro. Romeo's Romeo's one of the goats, bro. I thought my game. Shout was- out Bow Wow Bow is the Man. same thing. One of the goats, bro. He, I uh, like I like bigging up the goats, bro. All you, right. you fuck with his dad. He one of the goats too. He laid he laid a, a a blueprint, bro. He really did. All right, so then, so yeah, I started writing raps, and then like, it would be like a thing, like at school, 
or like the lock-ins at the rec center in the city. Damn, like, I forgot about lock-ins. Yo, going to the going to the the lock-ins at the fucking Y. Yeah. On, on fucking um. Union, or I can't remember where it is, but like, just just going to like the lock-ins or being or being at the because because I, I I grew up like going to the Y a lot. Like I was the only child, but like my mom on holidays had work and shit. I would go to the Y, but like all the kids in the city. That's how. I met a lot of my friends, a lot of people that I met the Y when I was young. They like switched to my school, then we went to school together. It was a thing like rap, like you know, you you would just go to the Y, you'd be there for like eight hours, and they have like a pool table, they have like yeah. you know like right activities and shit, swimming, and it's like like everybody was rapping, you know what I'm right. saying? But I was like in that shit. I would, I would be like in all the contests, like dancing and shit, like. I was always just trying to perform as a kid, like always. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. When when did dancing tie in? Because it was it just music- came, it just came, bro. Like like I literally would be like, it's just so funny, bro. It's it's funny as hell to me because like, just looking back, it's like yo, everything I wanted to do as a kid, like I'm just doing now, is just hella funny. It's crazy, right? But like I literally, it, I don't know. I just never was afraid. I guess I never was afraid to do it, like as a kid, you know. Yeah, you like, had the energy behind it, but you were also consuming to, just, the content. I, I just love to do it. Like I, I just love to. And then, and then it went from consume, like, so yeah. So when I was, when I was like young, I watched a lot of videos. But then, like when I got like, like fourth grade, fifth grade, I started performing it. Actually, like, like performing on my own. Like I started doing musical theater. Like my mom, my mom used to get notes home like from school saying I was like singing and dancing in class and shit. <laughs> and my whole family is full of artists. Like my uncle, my uncle Skipper is a fucking, he's an actor, filmmaker. You know, I got people in my family who do floral arrangements, like art, visual art. My mom sings. My you know grandfather's a carpenter. Like everybody's an artist. So it was like she sent me to this musical theater audition. Shout out to Muni. Muni's amazing historic ass theater in St. Louis. She sent me to that shit, and fucking um. What would be like some of the roles you would do? Bruh, it was like. Was it like? Is it like Broadway so type the, shit? So the Muni, all right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on. To the, shout out St. Louis, my hometown. I love St. Louis. So the Muni is this historic ass theater in St. Louis. It's the, it's the largest outdoor theater in America. Oh shit! It seats twelve thousand people. What the fuck? It bring every summer it brings in seven shows for a week, seven Broadway caliber shows. Like it's like a thing. Like when you come from if you in New York, you might fuck around and come to St. Louis in the summer to work, do mm-hmm. all the shows. Like you audition and you be in all the shows. Right. I'm talking about like they have fucking oh, I'm not gonna remember fucking people's names, but they be having ill ass people like fucking uh Michelle from Destiny's Child, Michelle yeah. Williams, right? Yeah. No disrespect I'm just bad with names right, I'm terrible nah, with names I Michelle Williams Did fucking I think she did Aida At the Muni Like That's a couple crazy. years ago So I started I auditioned I, I remember I showed up I had never done No shit like this In my life Like I, I remember Like a, a couple weeks Before I did Like a play At my church For the first right. time And like loved it Yeah So I, I pulled up It was like a Singing and dancing thing So I pulled up I was like In a hoodie Like I was in like A sweater with a scully Jeans and Tim's like baggy, like I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was trying to be swagged out. Right. I pull up, it's like I'm like eight. I, I think it was like January 31st. My birthday's February first. Right. I think I was eight. Like I was about to turn nine the next day. I pulled up. It's like girls are in like leotards, yeah. like tights and shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, what's the deal? But I just have no idea. I was just like, fuck. I'm gonna just have fun. I'm yeah. Perform. This this is what I get to do. I've been this is so fun. What I get to just dance and sing and because I I love attention as a kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still love attention, but like now I'm an adult and I'm just like weird. Like I'm like, you know, I like to make music, but then I don't like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, right. it's like another thing. Yeah. But like when you're a kid, you just like fuck it. 
You want to be cool. You want to get yeah, the fucking yeah, three yeah. pointer. And when and I perform, when, when I perform, I'm that's that brings a kid out of me. Right. But anyway, so you know, and somehow I just got in that shit. Like somehow I got in the shows, and then I got in the like. They have this program called the Muni Kids, and the Muni Kids it's like they have them the Muni Kids Ensemble, which like they have seven shows that run for a week, and they and if a play has scenes with like kids or like some oh, or they dope. need kids in the chorus, they'll put like. 10 20 30 kids in a musical like and it's all outside and it's all during the summer it's like the most fun shit ever like you you rehearse this is a 12,000 person yes yeah, like the the rehearsal facility is like neck like you should you should like yeah i'll um, pull it up yeah 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 like it's anyways and that's where i got a lot of my training too like they, right. like i did so many plays are like I, I did fucking and i'm talking about this is huge like huge stage big wooden real broadway style like sets like crazy right Real talent. I'm tripping. I can't. I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting people's names and shit. But Terry Meredith, Mark Rapinski, you know, hell of people. Um, I did my first one was Music Man. I did Music Man. Next year I did Sound of Music and fucking. Uh, so you had to like audition and you got the yeah, you got the roles. Yeah, you had to audition every year. So so, yeah, I was. I did fucking Music Man. I did Sound of Music. The next, the next year I did Sound of Music, Beauty and the Beast. Next year, I did fucking Oliver and fucking Gypsy, and then that year they also like. So then sometimes they would they would have kids. They would like mic them up and give them lines, give them real roles, not just ensemble. That that year I got to do like some shit. Like it was like a little scene, had like a little mic. It was hard. <laughs> then I took a break and I like that's when I started like. By that time, I was I also started taking dance classes for real. Like nine ten, I started with tap. Then I like joined my. Studio, shout out Charmaine Academy of Dance. I joined there. And, I, and then, like, 2007, like, 12, I was like, all right, I really like dance. I'm going to just focus on competition dance. And I feel like I got to a point in musical theater where I needed to get better at dance and really train. Right. So I trained for a year. Then I came back. Then 2008, it was like, what's that shit called? High school musical. That shit was huge. You know what I'm saying? High school musical. Then this other shot. I forget what it was. I forget what we did. What do you mean? Like the rendi- like the plays of that? Like people doing plays of yeah, high school musical? Yeah, the musical. Yeah, yeah. The musical, like real, yeah, real. Bad. No, you good. Like real. It's like a it's like a Broadway show for like an arena size crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like I feel like when you were a kid and you grew up in St. Louis, it's like something that you just grow up with. Yeah. And you're just like, oh yeah, it's a mini. But looking back, it's like, damn, that's why I love St. Louis. It's so many just like hidden gems. Like Well I feel like most people that are growing up not in a major city, it's like they're performing to maybe like two hundred yeah. people. And that's the thing, St. Louis twelve thousand people? Fuck. St. Louis culturally is a major city. Yeah. But financially and like maybe some other shit is is not but like the the culture of St. Louis has a lot of weight. Like, yeah. Like like it's like it's not talked about a lot, but like you say the Muni to somebody that working there, they're like, oh yeah, I, I know the Muni. Muni's right. fire. Like right. you know, but I don't know, St. Louis is St. Louis is important, man. So you started going ham dancing. Oh, so I started so I started doing hella competitions like with my studio. What's the competition like? I like I don't know. Alright, so shit. competition studio is like, like it's like battling? No, it's like it's more like you know the show Dance Moms. No. Okay. Do you say Dance Moms? Dance Moms. Okay. Sounds it's, tight. It's, it's this show. If you ever know Dance Moms, you know what I'm talking about. It's like I'm then I'm explaining to you. Okay. It's like Dance Moms, but like the not reality TV, hella dramatic. 
version of that shit like just a real life version it is dramatic it's dramatic it's not everything oh, is dramatic yeah, high school yeah. sports is dramatic right right but what that shit is like it's the it was the funnest shit ever yo like i love competing like i that tr- gave me a lot of performance experience too like but like what is it like what like so basically it basically is like like you join a dance studio i, jo- I joined a dance company a, a competition company and you take classes during the week in different styles and on the weekend if you're part of the company they they put you in groups like they they put you in group numbers. They choreograph. They work on a number all year. Every oh, Saturday right. you come and work on numbers all year, and then the top of the year, they have these competitions. These competitions that tour the country, like different companies, and studios register and you go and you perform. And they have divisions. They have like, you know, junior, male, small group, junior, like right. infinite. Like I'm not even gonna explain yeah, all yeah, of yeah. it, but it's like crazy shit it's like wrestling sizes like you have like oh, the heavyweights and the, you know what I mean but but, by but age, also kinda. it's it's like solos trios mm. duets small groups right. large groups lines productions and yeah it's so fun you meet so many people like that I grew up doing that shit at the same time doing musical theater you know what I'm saying and then by this time I'm doing musical theater like the Muni opens so many doors I'm doing musical theater different theaters around the city like I, I really grew up doing that all the time like always in a play shout out to Black Repertory Theater. Shout out Upper Theater St. Louis. I think that's how you say it. Upper Theater St. Louis. Shout out the, the Fox. Shout out. I'm shouting out hella people right I don't now. I about the Fox. I think I've the been The Fabulous there Fox. They, they have shit all around. That's crazy. Shout out Paris Clayton. Shout out, man. Shout out. It's a, it's a whole. Shout out Coca. Shout out St. Joe's. Uh, high school. So it's a big, strong theater, yeah. theater community in yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, it's dope how. how like that's just just became your life like that was my life like my my life was like theater my life my life at first was like theater then dance then when i got in middle school and especially in high school it was like dance was all i was doing and a little theater for fun because no when sports I, no sports I, I right before like the year before i started doing dance i ran track and i was low-key fire i would always finish second but i finished second behind the dude i got silver but i always would get silver behind the dude who was like he was like this he was like he's fire like i'm pretty sure he's like training for the olympics right now like he's he was like this the the son of the coach like he's like crazy right, right. but i was pretty good i feel like if i would have kept going i would have kept you know been cool yeah and, and i used to actually yeah, i'm a little key line like i used to play i used to play basketball but i played at the south city Y. like it was like a co-ed team yeah. no offense to women at all no no disrespect like co-ed it was, it was, i'm sure girls on there still playing and going crazy but it was it was not like a passion of mine i remember like being in basketball when i was young at fucking um, some Y, I think it was like in North County somewhere. Like I just, I was so young, like, and I was just walking around like with my head like up in the sky, like singing songs like during the game. Like, <laughs> I, that's one of the earliest memories I had yeah. in life. So you just, it was big. My mom, in. my mom put me in gymnastics a little bit. Like I, I remember going to basketball practice, then going to gymnastics after it. So. But really, I just, and then by high school, it was like I was so focused on dance because then I met my my mentor, Red Williams. Shout out! Why, Red, why did he become your your mentor? Like Red, what? Red Williams. Shout out Red Williams. He's the goat. He's a legend. He's like, he's from St. Louis, Missouri. He's a dancer, choreographer, creative director. He um, so there was this there was this competition. There, there shout out Hot One Hundred Four Point One. They had they had this uh this radio show my school McKinley in middle school they come every year at towards the end of the year and then this dance crew comes out called Matif shout out Tiffany shout out Matif and like they would come perform and like they would they pick two people from the audience to like come to a dance contest and in my school middle school like my thing was I was like the dance dude like Everyone you know what knew. I'm, everybody yeah, yeah. knew what I was on you know what I'm saying the first year they came in the sixth grade I battled 
And I, I think I won and shit. I was like wearing a Just Dance hoodie. I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then the next time I was dancing, I had to hit the dance contest and I battled my, my friend Naomi. Shout out Naomi, that's so funny. And afterwards, it was like, yo, man, on the radio, like they had all the kids in the auditorium, like on the bleachers and shit. Yo, man, you you, you killed that shit, man. Mativ wants you to be in their company, man. Let's go. And the old shit started going crazy. I was like, ah. So then I, then I started going to the practices at Mativ and Red was the... He's at the West End Center. Red was the was the main choreographer, and I just like idolized him. Like to this day, he one of my idols. Like movie right. creative wise, like he's amazing. So he like took me under his wing, type shit. Like well, I forced myself under his wing. Yeah, I was just like, and he just became like my mentor. So then he started training me. Like really, he he saw what I wanted to do with like the commercial like dance world, like with hip hop jazz. Right. I never really trained in hip hop, but like jazz funk, like commercial choreography like touring you know commercial dancing so he started training me in that at coca and then cold red at pink shout out pinky um damn but yeah like so yeah so he kind of like took me under his wing and then dance really just like by that time singing and shit was like i was my vision for myself as a dancer was so clear like i was starting to go to la i was starting to travel to different cities on the weekends during high school to like different conventions that were tour and, and the, the faculty teaching the classes would be like choreographers I always wanted to train under people working in the industry shout out the Pulse Monsters of Hip Hop like that I got in their scholarship programs like I would be training I would, I would be flying on the weekend so dance kind of became like my real like life yeah and, and I was like I was like I just want to like move to LA and dance professionally was that your mentor was your mentor the one that kind of like Ali you into understanding like oh you should be in LA or you should go do yes. meetup so he hell yeah. yeah yeah I mean I had heard it before but he was definitely the one that like he he set the example for me because he he's a legend in St Louis St Louis has a super legendary like dance history mm. and he's just like another legend like yeah dance for he danced for Beyonce Mariah Carey J Lo Lady Gaga like amazing like he he like really he really like cultivated like I don't know if I'm using the right word but he like really provided training for like um the youth like anybody that wanted to dance to St. Louis just like for free like we would literally pull up like we were I was when I was dancing with Red like Red was in LA for a long time and he came back to St. Louis and he would just teach open class yeah he was a choreographer motif and then he would teach open class at this at this studio named Pink's on the west side from like 9 30 to like 12 midnight for free for for one dollar for a dollar one dollar and we and we in a room probably probably maybe a little longer this way it might be this exact exact what are you trying to say dude that our office is small no well no it's it's not small for office <laughs> no, before a, before a, for a dance, dance studio, studio fuck that that sometimes has 30 people in it no way 40 people in it sweating going crazy it's small but we don't care at the moment we just right, like yes. we just love so I'm talking about like this is like high school. By this time in high school, I'm like my my everyday thing is pretty much like, yo, go to school, come home for an hour, um, catch the bus, catch three buses to my first dance rehearsal, catch the bus, oh no, ride with my homie from that shit to my other shit on the other side of town. So go from the west side of town to the suburbs to go train for three hours from from so three to five then seven to nine in the suburbs then drive all the way back to the west side 9 30 to midnight to train again do more dancing 
my mom had to my mom she was a single mom so she couldn't take me after class she you know she she got off at five and shit i got out of school like i had to be at dance at, at right. five and shit so i had to catch the bus and shit but she would like be waiting outside hella long for me to come out like that was a tip of, and then Damn, shout out to mom shout out mom and then every then when I, when I got in high school it would start to be i would start to drive so i would wake up drop my mom off at work because she was like i want you to have a car to go places i would drop her off at work go to drive to school if i had to pick her up right after work i would pick her up. if not she would like catch the bus or catch a ride home i would drive to a high school shout out st joe's have rehearsal for a, a musical fucking drive to dance after that then go pick her up you know then on the weekends i was fucking some some weekends i would have rehearsals for plays i was doing at the at the high school but then with the more i got in high school it was like every weekend i was flying to an, another city for like a convention like and when i wasn't flying i was every other weekend i was doing bar mitzvahs like dancing in bar mitzvahs like to pay for the flights and shit damn like, really yeah like i was like my mom had an ex my mom had like extra jobs too like she, she was going crazy like so she I, saw the vision early she yeah. knew you had you but you had talent at the time like you could tell the talent was there you know what i mean i mean you see mad oh. parents like Hauling the kids to soccer, all soccer camps, doing all this shit, baseball, whatever it, was it is. Definitely, it was definitely like we just kept going. Like my, like my mom just always believed in me and like I never really doubted myself enough to stop. And I just was passionate about what I was doing. It wasn't a matter of will it be this or will it, I just wanted to do, right? you know. So it was like, and then by this time, I kind of was like over the rap shit. Like I was like, you know, all my homies in high school was starting to rap. It was starting to, I was starting to feel like it was corny. Like, right. oh, and and I was starting to really just feel like I was like wanted to be like low key. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be, you know. But I still, t- but all throughout that, like what I'm listening to music wise is like, I'm I'm I'm, li- I'm constantly listening to music. I literally thought it's funny. Like I I stopped thinking I wanted to be a rapper. Then I started thinking maybe I wanted to be like a manager, like A and R. Like I didn't know I didn't even know what that meant back in the day. Right. But I was just like I thought I you know I, I had a good taste in music. I thought I wanted to review albums. Isn't that so funny? Yeah. But like I, I I love like like I would watch fucking all the shit. You know I would listen to everything. Like I I was listening to so much music. Like I grew up on the internet and I was in the dance community. So like I was li- I was learning about. I would be like, well like at school what I was listening to like all my friends at school and what I was listening to from that energy was like you know Wayne, Drake, Gucci, you know Yo Gotti. Right. You know what I'm saying? Chris Brown. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like radio shit, street shit. Like you know wh- whatever. Like. Then, but then it was like through dance you're hearing cultural dan- music. Through dance, I'm listening to like well, that was cultural music yeah, too. Yeah, true, 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 true. But but I'm li- getting music from other cultures. I'm starting to listen to, you know, like, uh, you know, Coldplay and and Kings of Leon oh, and 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 fucking um, fucking um, the Fray, right? And fucking um, you know, all type of alternative shit. John Mayer, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, fucking um, I can't even. And, and and it's at the point now where it's like I have my favorite artist, but now as a kid I have an iPod. I'm on the internet. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting songs now, so I'm just right. listening. You know, I'm learning about. You know, I'm listening to hip hop. So, and then as a kid, I I grew up fucking. You know, what I'm saying like like my favorite shit was always hip hop. Like I was always I always just been like listen to a lot of like Nas, Yay, Jay, Wayne, fucking you know. Fucking T.I. Yo, I was listening to T.I. King yesterday. Some For some reason, something told me to listen to T.I. King, bro. That shit is a classic, <laughs> bro. Everything on that shit sounds like 
still not right but anyway i was i was listening to like you know what i'm saying everything when you when you I, I mean after traveling so much you start to realize like yeah damn i might need to be living out in la what time frame when did you move to la i'm going to la the day after high school the day I mean, after I, high school yeah i knew i wanted to live in la like probably 14 15 when i right. started going to post like when i started meeting people who lived in la and and i i, I finally connected the people doing tours and on tv and at concerts i finally connected what they was doing I was like oh you're here you moving to LA and then you're doing this shit cool so I just literally focused on that like right hey I want to stop this episode real quick to talk about our how to charge a client guide it is available on shopbwnc.com it is for creators who are looking to change the rates try to find ways to charge their clients more money for the same work that they do sometimes we feel like we're getting undervalued i know it happens all the time it's really difficult to answer those questions of how much do you charge um so we kind of dove deep into the last 10 plus years of my experience in this industry how i go about charging clients from the very beginning to now and um i I think there's a lot of shit in there that's gonna really change the way we've gotten a lot of great interview or uh, reviews from people that have purchased it and actually started acting on some of the theories that we talk about. And they're literally some dude just told us the other day that he made uh, his first $7,000 check, which is insane. Um, so yeah, check it out. Shop BWNC.com. If you're interested to read more about it and all that shit, let's get back to this episode. So when you moved out, did you have opportunity lined up or were you just kind of like, fuck, I just need to be here. I'm going to figure out when I get there. That, I mean, it's kind of like, I definitely had opportunities. Like, like I said, I, I've been going to conventions. So, I, I had people it's a, it's a blessing man like I, I I literally it's crazy like I was like in scholarship program shout out the post with the elite protege program like I I was training with them and then I, I had just been casting the monster show shout out monster hip hop shout out the monster show this year this shit's about to be fire but you know so the monster show is like um so basically at, at these conventions like they have all it's like it'll it'll they'll rent out a big ass hotel some hotel ballrooms type shit and then they'll like bring in like teachers and choreographers to teach classes to like a ballroom like they'll have a, an advanced room filled with like 600 700 kids right an intermediate room 500 kids junior room 400 kids you know what i'm saying like yeah. there's literally like a thousand sometimes two thousand kids at this shit like just going crazy and like you know the more you go if, if they like you know fuck with you and you're doing well and they see you doing well in the program they'll give you scholarships like you know free classes free tuition and, Got and, it. and and they go to different cities you know st louis chicago new york city las vegas atlanta la you know so that that was my thing during high school and then i started meeting you know the people that you start meet, knowing the choreographers because i started going in high school right i started going freshman year all the way through senior year so for four years it was like i was going through like dance commercial dance college like you know mm, what i'm saying yeah. like going away learning from the teachers learning from the people doing it you know what i'm saying shout out the shout, shout out the post man shout out brian freeman i'm finna go crazy <laughs> but like you know like I, I yeah hell yeah i'm gonna talk about these people you know I, right. I, I got i got the opportunity to train with brian freeman one of the most legendary iconic innovative uh people in dance like what's some of his credits man brian freeman i mean He's creative director, choreographer, so many people. I, I don't know all the, the exact I don't know all right. the exact titles, but like people, I mean, Britney Spears, fucking Justin Bieber, fucking Janet Jackson, fucking Everybody. Fucking everybody, like So it means the legendary, world. Legendary and, and he was tra- and he was training him, Gildo the Loud, shout out Gildo the Loud, 
Dave Scott, Tassandra Chavez, Tyce Diorio. I'm, I'm not gonna go crazy saying everybody's name, but like, but shout out. They they would train and teach, and then they would bring assistants, people from LA who were dancers, act like they probably was like my age, going to assist and work at the conventions, help them teach the classes, and I got to meet them. And it's kind of just like, it's like you become the next, like you become a wave of people coming to LA. It's like you literally train with four for four years with like yeah. kids from across the world. You seeing them every every other weekend training with them, and it's like you're learning. You know what I'm saying? It's like boot camp. They're getting you right before you get out there, and then you just go straight to it. Yeah, and it's fun. Yeah. It's so fun, and and you just expressing yourself like it's like raw energy. Like. Yeah, that's really tight. Was uh is that still happening right now? Like those yeah. conventions? The Hell conventions yeah. is shout like out, really shout popular. Out the, shout out the polls is now known as Nexus. Nexus. Shout out Monsters of Hip Hop. Radix. I'm not about to say everybody. But if someone if someone's trying to get into this right now and they're shout near, out, um, oh man, just man, Monsters of Hip Hop, uh, Nexus, Radix, uh, Build a Beast, um, it's so Jump, Nouveau, it's so much shit. Like um, all these are like opportunity to go. They're just and learn conventions. From the best. Conventions. I mean, if. Just go on Instagram, type in dance right. mission. You, you're gonna see it, or just follow. I, I don't know, man. I, I guess I need to. It's just so much. Like I don't, right. I don't want to leave it out. Nah, I, totally. I, I say check out Monster of Hip Hop or Nexus. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Right. But um. So then, what's one of the, like what's some of the first few jobs you get when you got out to LA? What were some of the shit you were dancing? The first. So it's like my first official job with an agent was so funny. Was um Prince. The Breakfast Can Wait video. Mm. Shout out uh Danny. You know Danny Lay? Danny Lay. What do I know that name? She, she's 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 a, a artist. She makes music. She dances. Okay. She's a super fire artist. She's Word. crazy. She was like a her, Antoine Troop, Nicole Kirkland. Um, they they're still killing shit right now. It's Word. choreographers, teachers, creatives. They were uh, directing and fucking choreographing this music video, and they hired me, that, and I auditioned, and it was it was amazing. It was my first thing. Um, what else? Were you, was it a lot of screen time? Was it like surreal? Yeah, it was all dance. Was that crazy to see? Like, even for like your mom back home and shit, you get a Prince video. Yeah, she. It was just like whoa, like how? Like it's fuck? working. Yeah. I, I got seven hundred. I remember when I got that check and it was seven hundred dollars, bro. I felt like I was never finna come down. I felt like I was like seven hundred. What? I'm good. Like, don't eat. Come on, I'm mm-hmm. good, yo. So yeah, I, I was doing. I was doing a lot of music video. I was doing like actually, I started doing like a lot of like TV shit, like Glee. I was on. I did oh, Glee really? like a lot. Um, fucking little spot things with artists like. Little uh, oh, like dancing with the stars, like little op- appearances on TV. Like. But it would be for dancing, or would you have dancing. roles like no dancing, yeah, yeah, dancing, yeah. dancing. Uh, X Factor. Then I started doing more stuff for artists. I really wanted to dance with artists, so I started doing stuff for artists. Shout out Becky G. Becky G was like the first. On oh, my first tour was this shit called Move Live on Tour with uh, Derek and Julianne Huff. Right. You know what I'm saying? So shout out Nappy Tabs. They hired me for that. It's kind of like you start with like smaller jobs and you start to, I don't know, it's, it, everybody has their own path. Right. Then I started fucking with fucking um, Becky G. Shout out Becky G. Which it was like shower. You remember that song singing in the shower? She going crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. going super crazy. But it was like in the more towards the beginning of her career. Like 
started traveling with her doing her shit like tour like a full tour yeah we we did a we did a few weeks like uh opening up for like jason derulo katie right. perry and then we would just always have like dates it was like every weekend every week i was going somewhere with becky and then just like little music videos yeah. assisting yeah what was like the first big job like what was the big tour what's the biggest tour you've done uh the purpose tour the purpose tour was the biggest Bieber. one right when, yeah. what year was that like 16 nah was it 20 the tour was 2016 i started the first time i danced for him was 2015 but the tour was 2016 was that arenas or stadiums both both yeah that shit's gotta be crazy it was crazy Damn. it was my dream it was like that's literally what i was working my whole life for like that's literally what i was like when i'm talking about training and like busing and like that's when i'm listening to music on a bus on 11 bus on chippewa i'm like dreaming about like just like going to class got my back doing my homework on the bus like yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm thinking about that shit so it was fun man it's one of the best experiences of my life like how, it changed my life how'd that come to be um shout out nick demore right legend legendary choreographer creative director he uh I started. I was training under him. I was taking his class a lot. He started fucking with me. Like, see, he started fucking with the boy. Like, having me come through to like, you know, help him with choreo. Then he started, you know, booking me for shit. And then he had the audition for uh, Bieber, and I went in there. Fuck. How many? How many? How many people ended up getting picked for that tour? Was it all? It was all. It was guys and girls, right? Yeah. How many, how many people? How many one, males? At one. How many males? That got picked for the tour. Bro, I, I can't break it down. Bro. Really? It was a lot of people? At one point, it was 24 of us. Oh, word. It was 24 of us. It started with... I came in when it was like 16 people. Right. But um, shout out everybody from that shit. You could all just look that shit, man. Right, so yeah. Many people. I mean, that shit was like a big, big tour. Yeah. How bro. many people do you think tried out for that? Because that's what that's what's my favorite. Yeah, it's like yeah. you see how many... How many people? Yeah. I mean, he's a great person to to document that shit yeah, too. Yeah. All of his movies, the document or the I wish they would have did a movie for that shit. They didn't do one, did they? They did two before that. Was that when he did both? It's different now because now it's like Instagram, right? You can see everything. Yeah. I don't know. But how I, many people were trying out for that? Do you remember? Maybe like seven hundred, eight hundred. Fuck. All God in the, damn. all in a room, just going for it. And you were top. You were in the top picks. That's crazy. That's got to feel good, though. Yeah, that was my dream. What do you do? You think it had anything to do with you having already put in the the energy and work ethic around Nick for him to like gravitate hell towards yeah. you? Yeah, right? I was just talking about this. Like hell yeah. Was like, that strategic, or were you just fuck, like it just happened? Yes, yeah, you knew. Fuck yes. Like I'm like, I was like, I remember, I, I I took Nick's class when I was 16 in L.A. at Monsters L.A. 2011. And I, I like I did not think he was finna fuck with me because I watched his videos on YouTube so much. And I was like, you're not finna fuck with me, but fuck it. I was just in the front killing shit. He called me off for a group. I was like, bet, boom. I knew then, not not knew then, but I was like, all right, I gotta fuck with this. I got, right. you know what I'm saying. So then he he teach class in L.A. and I would just be in his class like every time I was mm. in his class. So I was trying to get that style. I was trying to. It's like by the time this shit came up, it was like I was in. I've been at every class. He was like, "Fuck it, just come start." You know what I'm saying? Helping me, shit. Then he started hiring me, but it was just like I don't know. It definitely was preparation. It definitely was. And and even up until that point, I wasn't sure. Like I didn't know I was. I didn't know I was. I wasn't sure. It was just like, man, I'm just. I'm just putting all my yeah eggs in this basket. Like 
Yeah, I'm sure it helps to have like the first initial relationship though yeah. for him to start putting an eye on you. Yeah. Clearly you got you you're hungry as fuck for it, right? Like it's like you gotta Man. be there. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um what what were some like the difficulties that you faced going on tour like to that extent? Was there any? Difficulties? Yeah, were you ever running I mean like you how long was the tour? Like a year and a half, like two years. <laughs> God damn. It was it really was like two years. Yeah. I was in the I was in the tour, but I was also just in the camp, yeah. like in the realm, like for like two years. Right. But I mean, like, you know, you dedicate a lot of time to that shit. Yeah, difficulties. I mean, difficulties really was just like more personal shit for me. Sure. Like the tour, I mean, the tour was, it was challenging, like physically, like the show itself and doing the show literally 200 times, like doing the show, like, I'm sorry, doing the show, like every other day for three months, you know what I'm saying? Like for two years, like. And two hours show Like yeah it's physically challenging But it's what, it's what I love to do Like it's what I was Like preparing my whole life for And I was excited I was I ready bet. I was ready You know what I'm saying Like I felt like I was at the Super Bowl Type shit What's you know? the percentage of like The time that you're on stage And off stage During that two hour show Shit Were you guys in it pretty heavy Like 60 60% on stage 40% on Right God damn 13, Out of the 18 numbers We did 13 And on top of it He's gotta do the whole shit For two hours <laughs> Facts. That's fucking crazy, it's right? Not easy. Nah, Facts. people always sit here and question like why these people, like these superstars, fucking go off edge for a second or whatever. And it's like and this dude didn't even have it bad. He didn't even they they would glorify his shit like oh he drive he's driving a car fast he's out of control. But if I had a fast car back then, not my my Corolla thing that my grandma gave me, like I've been ripping, Bruh. ripping. Bruh, people he get his, he doing his thing. Man. Yeah. But that's insane. Like, that's JV, a lot of man. that's a lot of work. Yeah, facts. And but it it wasn't work because I I loved it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love to perform, and I feel like yeah, like it taught me how to like it taught me the value of like seeing something through. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. So when you get off that tour, what's next? Did you think you were going to continue working with him, or was it more so like all right, cool, this is kind of like he's not doing tours for a minute or whatever, like that's kind of completed the world tour or whatever you want to call it. Man, so b- while on tour, like say a couple months in, I like I was with my bro Rudy. Shout out, who are you? Yeah, Rudy again. He was on tour with me. Oh, dope. He was one of the trickers, and he's super fire what's the trigger artists. the ones that do the dope flip things yes that's tight that exactly, shit's crazy exactly him and my brother Kyle Cordova shout out shout out Kyle Cordova aka shout out Kyle shout out Luigi shout out Kid David motherfucking um Keebs man you say shot by Kyle? Shot by Kyle. I know that dude. I just met him the other day. That's my brother. Yeah, he came here for coffee. That's my big brother. Like that's really? like I, that's like one of the closest people in the world to me. He's dope. He's brother. super dope. So hey. he knows so him and Rudy are like childhood friends. Okay. And, they, and I train with him. That's what we go to he the one that brought me to jam and shit. Like Wow. So he fucking him and Rudy, I would just be with them all the time on tour. You got so much time off. I got so much so I would just be with Rudy. He would be making beats. We'd be smoking, chilling. I'd be freestyling for fun. Like, Damn. all of us just freestyling for fun. Like, but then I was like, man, I'm, f- I'm fucking with this shit. So, Rudy with me in fucking Germany at the top of our, like, three-month Europe leg, we, like, went to get some recording equipment. I started, like, I had, like, a little... I literally had this. Yeah, right. I literally had this with an interface. And, like, on my off days in Europe, like, I would have two... I would have a show, like, every two or three days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, back-to-back sometimes, but... You know, and I would just be like, I was, I would, you know, like going to the city and see shit for a show. Yeah. But like, I was just like making shit. Like, I was just like, 
like just because I wanted to. Like, yeah, I was thinking about it for a career, but at the time I was just like, man, I just want to. I like this shit, so I started fucking with it. And then like by th- halfway through the tour, it was like, all right, now I'm now I'm starting to go into the studio. Nick Demore, shout out Nick Demore, shout out Harv. He was like, yo, if you're serious about this, you need to go to the studio. Need to start getting mix and master shit. So I, I booked some sessions with the money I had from the tour. Rudy had given me some beats. Some other people had given me beats, and I just like started recording some songs. Damn. And so so by the time the tour ended, because the tour ended early, yeah. I was like, I thought the tour was gonna go on for like three more months. Oh really? But during but during the summer, so then like 2017, I dropped the song. Then during the summer, I'm like in the studio, like I got more time off, so I'm like, okay, I'm like in the studio making music now. Like now I'm like, okay, I'm gonna drop an EP at the end of the year. Then I get a call to the tours, cancel early, and I'm just like, all right, fuck it. And so then I drop. But but like by that time, I, I like before the tour even ended, I knew I was going to drop another. I know I was going to drop a project. I knew I wanted to drop another one. Right. I knew I wanted to like go on tour myself. So it was like, I don't know if I was trying to stop dancing, but I was like, I just want to like, you know, I yeah. definitely want to do this. I want to do this whole thing. So right. by the time the tour ended, I was like, shit. I'm gonna keep dancing. I'm, I'm trying to drop my project, bro. So I drop my project. Yeah. Did were you doing um, like performances with your music at that point? Have you done a show? At that point? Yeah, or yet like, like today? Have you done shows yourself? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, yeah, this show that like two weeks ago I opened up. Shout out Alex Isley and um, just um, at oh I opened up for her at the Mint. Oh no, super fire. The night my project dropped, I, I opened at um. I mean, I, I had a show at the Peppermint Club. Oh, nice! Yeah, that show was fire. Yeah, that's tight. So when when but it, at that point, the fr- like by the time I by the, by the time I dropped my EP, I maybe performed a few times, but it was like during my homie set, like right. I like got on the mic and like, yeah, did yeah. one song. I did like this one. Uh, what's it? What's it called? Beats and beers. What? Where is that at? Fuck! It's like this showcase. It's like I can't remember the name, but if I'm getting it right. Sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but I think it's Beats and Beers, but it's like a showcase that travels around and like it's like a showcase and like artists perform. That's hilarious. Shit. Me and my homies want to start one called Eats and Beats and just like make Eats beats in the beats. kitchen. Yeah. That sounds fine. Would have been tight, right? Fuck it. Still, still can do it. it. <laughs> still do. But you would so at that point you dropped the EP, and then were you starting to do performances, like put together like your own yeah, show? Yeah, I was starting to do little little performances like um Just testing the waters with it. After I dropped the E P, shout out my brother Mastermind. He gave me the opportunity to come open for him in St. Louis mm. at um Delmar Hall, open for him. And then I just had like started doing like um shit around the valley for right. me. Like shit like shit like in NoHo, shout out um Breakfast Club. Mm. The the Breakfast Club we cafe they're closing down. So. Shout out Taste Breakers <laughs> and let me perform with their crib. Shout out awesome awesome shit. We had a few parties I performed at. Um so what point segues from you making the music there and the L- you start the process of LP, but then you'd start getting ready for Coachella? So I dropped the EP right before I got the audition for Coachella. This is in oh, the twenty. Shit. This in the twenty seventeen. Wow, that's crazy. So I dropped the EP. Then, I, then, so at that point, I'm like, all right, I'm finna just focus on, on music. music. Fuck it. But then I got this audition for the, for the shit, and I was like, I feel like this is the Beyonce shit. I'm like, damn, <laughs> this shit kind of hard though. And at the same time, I still gotta make money. You know what I'm saying? So I was still booking. Jobs. I did like some work before that too. Right. I was still teaching. I wasn't like trying to stop dancing. I was still te- I teach too. So I was teaching dance classes, and I still like to this day I'm active in the dance community. I still work. I still right. teach. Like it's, that's still yeah. what I love to do, and, and I pay my bills for real, for real. Hell yeah! But at that time, you know, I got the Beyonce shit. I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna just fuck it. Cause I was like 2018, man. Fuck. It. I'm gonna just try to just focus on music. But then I got that. I was like, 
man, this shit's kind of hard. All right, let me, let, me, let me just go and see. I didn't, I didn't think I was finna get it. I was like, man, I'm, I'm not finna get this shit, but fuck it. I'm gonna just go. It's fun. Auditions are fun for me. I'm right. gonna have fun, you know? And I got this shit. So. so what? Who hits you for that if you're not actively, like, technically looking for it? Like, I mean, I, I still have, I still, like, shout out MSA, my agency. I have an agent. Okay. Like, they always hit me. Do all it, dancers have agents? Is that how you get uh, roles lot, out here? A lot of them. But not, I mean, it's not like all, not you, that you common. Have, you don't have to have an agent, but like, I feel like a lot of people that do commercial work, they they, they have do agents. right. So your agent hit basically just got the word of it or whatever and looped you in, and or someone reached out and said they like you, and that's how you got kind of like added to it. No, it's just it was just a big ass open call audition. Oh word! Like that's the thing. About so anyone can go. It, like not not, any, anyone. not anybody, but it's like there's agencies in LA. There's like five, six main agencies in LA, and plenty of other agencies and when people are looking for work they just hit the agencies right. like yo we looking for this this that and the third and if you fit the shit right and at the time they was looking they was looking for everybody as you can see they had plenty of different people up there yeah they did so it was just like a big ass that shit was hella people that like that shit was wolf crazy how many people do you think bruh it was multiple days type shit like they had, right. to, they had to do bruh they had to do shit for like they had to do like days for the whole agency. They had to do days for the whole agency. So like different days for different agencies. So, like, but it's not like something that you would pull up to each day or no, no, no. You just come. When, you like, just come when your agency damn. goes. And I it mean, wasn't it was, even just LA because I know they were doing shit like Atlanta or whatever. Yeah, like. yeah. And it, it was man at that one. I mean, at mine, it was probably like probably like 600 700 people but like right. imagine that from every agency and there's bigger agencies it probably was like at least 3,000 4,000 people right something like that because it's Beyonce everybody's pulling up hell yeah yeah hell yeah I remember when we got in there and we were like starting shooting shit and you shot the auditions nah I got when did I shoot I, there was just mad people like it's so hard to even remember like if people got cut or not because I'd be yeah. like I remember getting there and they'd have like stand-ins for the band or whatever and so there would just be and that's when I met Britty Britty Britty, Britty was like holding an <laughs> instrument or something and he and I, I thought he was a drummer and oh, he was like yeah. I don't even know how to play this shit I yo shout it. out Britty man yeah. shout out shout out my man Britty King aka King Shaw King shout Shaw out, shout out King Shaw man yeah. his project I, I can't remember the name of his project he's about to have a baby like about to have a tomorrow. baby he dropped a fire project earlier it already had the baby barcode oh barcode barcode that shit is hard as fuck yeah shout out um they wrote that whole shit it was the same thing you were doing they were him boots who else was working on that everybody that made music was making that fucking project on the road it's crazy he had a listening session in nashville shit was tight Bruh. but yeah Brady Brady was like I met him and then I'm like wait you, so you're not even a real band member I'm like what the hell right. he's like no nah, they just need to see like where we go and I'm like oh cool then yeah so I don't know I don't know how many when I got there or what was going on but I remember someone had maybe it was Dave when Dave got there cause he knows way more about dance shit than I did at that point cause I only worked with Chris I did Chris's documentary uh, Welcome to My Life and legend even, yeah legend and then even then it was like I didn't, you know, you only, I only knew like a couple of dancers or whatever, yeah. but then, uh, getting to this shit, I'm like, God damn, there's mad people here. And then someone would be like, yo, that's, that dude's like Bieber's guy. And I'm like, oh, for real? People point you out like that. I'm what? like, oh shit. And I'm just like, man, this is cool to be around people that are dope like that. Like that would be working with all the top artists. Like these are the people that work with the top artists. You know what I mean? Like this is the, the it was whole crazy. shit. It was some heavy hitters in there. Yeah. Like oh yeah. It's crazy. But then just to see yeah, how it, it gets Yeah. Picked. Come to think, yo, it was some, yo, it was some crazy mijo. 
You Migos had literally the creator of Crump yes. crumping yes. with Beyonce. I know. Havoc, Brady, King Shaw, man, Slick. Slick was nuts. Hob, like, yeah. man, you got like legendary people in there. I mean, you got you got fucking Marv in there. That shit was tight. You got fucking Angelo Saunders, my brother Angelo. Man, you got fucking, you got crazy people in there, man. Lol. Tasir. Tasir is a fucking good. I love Tasir. That's Tassir my little sister. Is dog. crazy. She's the illest shit, and she's got the wildest. I don't know how her back bends like that, but she can do this shit. She's one she of my favorite dancers, bro. Yeah, Tasir is On so God, dope. Like one of my favorite dancers, man. So what you know, like throughout the entire experience. Uh, what do you think is like your biggest takeaway from all of it especially now that the film came out and you are literally up there as like one of the main what, is, what was it Unbuggable what Unbuggable Upgrade you guys had to do that shit so many fucking times that's what, that's what I'm saying by the time I got on stage it, I wasn't even nervous at all that's how I was because the whole shit was like I know exactly what I'm about to do mm-hmm. I know exactly what I'm about to do this is rehearsed so many times yeah. But I love watching Jaquel be like, do it again, guys. You got to, gotta like, I don't know what the critique would be. I'm like, I feel like there's, I've heard them say it every way possible, right, at this point. Bruh, but, but, not, but, but, you, you know, to, to, so to segue to that, yeah, all that shit was necessary because when I got on stage, I felt that I was like, yeah, I know, what, I get why this is so impactful and clean and well executed because do you know how many times, do you know how much preparation went into this? And that's what I took away from it was like, hell yeah, yo, hard work and like, preparation yeah. like and now i understand like don't get me wrong i i definitely have always respected beyonce like i've always admired beyonce fucking one of the first cds i had was dangerously in love mm. that shit went crazy but i was never i've never been like soup like i'm not a part of the beehive right shit, you right, know what right. I'm saying? it's another but like, level after that i'm like oh. i de- i definitely like seeing how it is i'm like yeah yo beyonce is one of the greats like Mount Rushmore of music Hell type yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like she like and I just I just respect what she does. Cause she not playing note. I mean, I'm not gonna talk too much about But I mean she puts in work. It's you know a, what I'm it's saying? incredibly you inspiring. Know, I'm not about to start going into <laughs> what go on, but Nope. Uh yeah, no, yeah. she's one of the greats, man. She does. Um what do you think is like in the near future for you, do you think you're gonna continue a mixture of both dance and music, or do you think now that this LP's out, you're gonna try to really like take it to the next level when it comes to this shit, or what? Or maybe you're just even still writing and working on new shit. Yeah, I mean, for me, what's in the future of me is just like, I think, just f- further express myself, like you know, and, and express like, you know, because I feel like I'm seeking like truth. And like uh, good in my life, so I feel like I use my what I do in my life to express that in hopes that it gets to the world. Good music, good things, good people, like good intentions, good energy, right? Good, um, you know, ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to just do that. So I want to. I mean, for me, it's like I dance. Like I'm never gonna stop dancing. Right. I'm never gonna stop dancing. I'm not gonna say never, but like I don't want to stop. I, I want to keep dancing. I want to keep making music. I want to do way more shit. Like I want to just express myself in all type of ways. Like I, I have like so many things I want to do. It doesn't even make sense. Like I don't even know how I'm gonna do these things, but I want to do them. I'm, I'm gonna do them. You know. So I'm just gonna keep going on this journey because I'm just learning that like if I keep going, 
everything that I think about is gonna come to fruition because I'm seeing it. Do you have, do you think you could ever see yourself opening up um your own like academy or something like that? And are you follow up question? Do you do you find yourself mentoring young dancers like uh what's his name did for you? I can't think of his name on top off top. Where so an academy and do I mentor? So an academy? I don't know. That's definitely not something I'm thinking about. Right. I feel like I would love to support, and I definitely continue to teach. Like I, I love teaching, but I don't know. I don't know. If that's really for me. Mm. But and then, and I would love to be involved, maybe help one. You know, what I'm right, like right, like right. be a part of one. But I don't think it could be like I don't think I could take the wheel with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And then, do I mentor people? I mean, shit. I don't. I, definitely not to the level that Red does. I, like Red is a dance teacher, right. choreographer, right, creative. Right. Like that's what he does. Like. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just, I exchange with people, you know what I'm saying? I exchange with younger dancers who, who you know, they they seek guidance in me sometimes. You know, I just try to just give them where I, I can or, or direct them where I, I think they need to go. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm very much still like, that hasn't presented itself to me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it'll be exciting the day uh, the young you gets found by you. And then, it's, that would be you crazy. know what I mean? That all you would be appreciated, I'm sure. You'd be like, yeah. yeah, that's tight. Damn, that's a crazy story. You really, I know you said at the beginning, you're like, everyone's lived a lot of lives, but you, my friend, have lived a lot of lives. Bruh, and that's not even all of it, bro. I know, I believe it. I believe it. It's a, uh, yeah. It's a blessing. I've, my whole life, like, I'm extremely blessed. Like, I can't even explain. It doesn't even make sense. But. It's inspiring to hear, like, how much effort goes into this shit, because a lot of people don't understand that, you know? Yeah, a lot of love too. Like a lot of love was put into me, so Hell yeah. I try to just do what I love. Do what you love, man. Do and take care of the people you love, you know what I'm saying? Well, we're gonna um we're gonna switch this over. We have a Patreon Q and A experience. Oh, yeah. It's like just a quick like I let people ask you questions and oh, shit. Yeah. So we're gonna switch over to that. Before we do, tell people where to find your music, where you where you want them to find you on Instagram and all that shit. Man. You already know what it is, man. It's young Jordan Ward, aka aka Young Jordy, aka Young Plantain, aka Young Young Booch, aka Young Water Boys, aka Young Jaws, aka Young Water Life, aka Young Jaws, aka Young Sandal, <laughs> aka Young Plantain, aka Young Plantain, aka Plantain Campaign, aka Who the fuck gave you these names, bruh, <laughs> bruh? They were there before. They were there. There before me. They'll be there after me. That's tight. But Young Young Plantain, you know what I'm saying? Jordan Ward. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Ward, man, search on Spotify. Jordan Ward, Valley Hopefuls. Yeah, Valley Hopefuls. That's that's the LP. That's the project that's out right now. If you haven't already, check out a peek at the summit. That's my first EP. At Jordan Alex Ward, J O R D A N A L E X W A R D. I honestly like, I like love and hate social media. Like it's fun as fuck, but like if I didn't. Do like music I would not have it Man it's crazy Cause right? it's like I don't know I feel like I be on it way too much But it's because I really like Genuinely be interacting With people Who interact with what I do So like Hit me bro Like you know what I'm saying That's where I be That's where I be Putting shit at I'm AKA Young Soldier Boy You know what I'm saying <laughs> Check them out on all that shit Yeah and, facts Alright so here's Here's the thing When I when At the end of each episode Before we get to the Q&A thing I let my guests pick a hashtag, right? So what I tell everyone that's listening is if they listen to this episode all the way through to this point right now, they're going to go to your Instagram and they're going to tag me at Ben Rovers World. When they tag me in it, they're going to put this hashtag so that you and I both know that they made it this far and they finished the episode. Okay? So you can pick whatever you want. Hashtag Valley Hopefuls. But that, I mean, that might be like, 
that's already your EP. People might be tagging that already. No, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Hashtag Valley Hopefuls. <laughs> I love it. All right, cool. We're going to switch over to the Q&A Patreon experience. Thanks for fucking hopping on this episode, bro. This was Thanks. dope. Yeah, I appreciate you. Me, yeah, bro. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, did we get All right. We did it. Honestly, bro, daps get freak me out sometimes, bro. I suck at daps, man. If I've ever met you and fucked up a dap, it's the worst. That's like literally the worst. Sometimes I have the hardest daps and sometimes bro, it's people the most. got different daps. I don't be knowing what they trying to do. Like you trying to if you see me just let's just hit this, bro. You know, I feel like it's easy, yeah, man. There's gotta be Some like people a, <laughs> bro, There needs just, to be like a first and then after the first you can choose and talk about it amongst yourselves, like yes. what you'll do beyond that. But the first should always be the same so everyone's Shout out <laughs> St. Louis, Missouri, man. All right, we're ending this shit. All right, switch over to the QA Patreon Patreon experience. Uh, if you want that, patreon.com slash black window cream. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. That's it for Jordan Ward. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure to follow him on Instagram and uh, listen to his Valley Hopefuls record. It is available, I think, on iTunes, Spotify, all that shit. So check that out. Uh, make sure to get your contest submissions done and submitted by August 25th at 11.59 Pacific time. Um, I don't think there's anything else to plug join us on patreon uh we're really close to hitting 100 patreon members when we do there's gonna be a dope challenge we talk we, it's me versus dave in a sprint and the loser has to stand in a garbage can somewhere in hollywood and report the weather for five minutes so if you're trying to see that shit happen join us on patreon patreon.com slash black cream that's it have a good week bye